Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. Here's mine. I get to start with mine. So mine is navigating grief and loss. Um, I'm going to just pray that the Lord will just open up new understandings in each and every one of you through this process. Grief and loss is, is a story that we all are going to, you know, write out through our journey in life. And we all are going to go through it in some way, in something. Lord, and we just ask that this would be impactful to each and every one of them in a mighty way in Jesus' name. So first I'm going to start with my first scripture, which is Romans 8.28. And it says, so we are convinced that that every detail of our life is continually woven together for good. For we are the lovers of, of who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. So through our whole life, these are, these are things that we're going to go through. So there's a purpose in every aspect of this. Um, my story, um, I was a single mom. I had one child, a son, at first, and he um, was my world. And I was um, in and out of, you know, not so healthy relationships. But I ended up finding myself pregnant with child number two. And I found out that I had a, was pregnant with a girl. And this relationship didn't work. It was not healthy. It was just didn't work. But I thought, you know what? This is going to be perfect. I'll still have my son and my daughter. And um, I, I had a rough pregnancy with her. She was um, different than the boy, girl, you know, as I say, when she was. And so I was a little taxed at first, but I was super excited because I was having a girl. And then I had a boy and a girl. And my world was going to be complete. And I... Um, you know, struggled in the first part, you know, trying to get on a routine, you know, I had her, and she, you know, she was, she was perfect, I mean, as far as, you know, routine, she was easy, by the three months, she was sleeping through the night, you know, she had a little bit of issue of, like, croup, but at three months, four days, I woke up, and she had passed away in her sleep, and, um, it was hard. I mean, I was young, and I didn't know what to do. I, so all these things kind of, you know, took its turn, and trying to process through, what do I do? I'm alone. My son's here. What do I do? So we went through this big process of calling 911 and the ambulance coming, and it was a journey that just kind of um, sent my world into a whole nother spiral. But um, at that point, um, I had to start embracing some serious things in my life because she had passed away from SIDS. SIDS is sudden infant death syndrome. SIDS, you don't, you, there's no moment of working up to it. There's no preparing or planning that happens. It's like all of a sudden, there's no explanation. The breathing mechanism shuts down in the back of their brain, and there's nothing you can do. There's no warning. There's no nothing. So um, when the ambulance guy got there, the, they come in, the police officer shows up, and the, and the questioning starts. What happened? Did she suffocate her? Did she neglect her? Did she? I mean, all these questions just started coming. The th and so it started to build on who I was, you know. So I didn't know how to handle that at first. I really was struggling in that moment. 
But through my journey, um, I really got, had to look at things. So we're going to go to my first topic. And my first is, I'm not alone. In the beginning of that, going through that process, I thought I was alone. You know, people didn't understand. Mind you, SIDS is one of those things. You, there's no explanation. But people don't know you, and they come up to you, and they're like, uh, sorry, uh, what happened? Uh, what? I mean, there was awkward moments. People, I mean, nobody knows what to say. But the hardest thing is, is that me being the griever on that point, I didn't know what to say. You know, I, I didn't know what to tell them. I, I'd never gone through this before. So people were awkward coming to me, you know, and you feel so alone. I mean, every, the, your world's going on around you and all these things, and you're dealing with these emotions and these things. You know, you don't know how to place, where to place them. And um, it, it can get very tricky and very confusing at that point. Um, but truth is, we're never alone. Um, God is always with us. He meets us right where we're at in those moments and in those times, you know. Um, I, it was a journey to get to that point. It wasn't easy. It didn't happen overnight. It, I mean, it's people around me, you know, had to give me little tools and little pieces like journaling. Journaling is, is a great tool, you know, being around people of family to be able to speak into you and to talk to and to communicate with. Um, me being able to talk was my biggest helper. I mean, it, I mean, if I could tell you my story, I, I, I did in those moments because it helped me process and work through. I could tell it, and it would come out ten different ways, but it was a way that I was trying to find my footing in it and to find myself not feeling so alone, you know. So in my verse for that is 2 Corinthians 1, 4. He, is, he always comes alongside us to comfort us in every suffering so that we can come alongside those who are in any painful trial, we can bring them the same comfort that God has provided upon us. God comes alongside you. You feel so alone, so isolated. It could be a job. You could lose a job, and you're questioning, why me? What did I do? Is it something? Is my worth ethics bad? Is my, you know, I mean, there's, you always feel a sort of impact of being alone and questioning. So, my, other, my second topic is the ultimate, uh, ultimately the why is anchored in the enemy. When you come in, when, when the enemy comes in, you know, you're feeling alone already. Now all the questions start. Why me? You know, I, was I a bad mom? Did I deserve it? Did I do something wrong? You know, and, and then the worldly things. I was handed a list. I was handed a list that said the, the reasons that impact SIDS. You know, and it was this list that labeled who I was as her mom. And it said, low income, um, single parents. Um, I, I mean, it was a list. And this list, I mean, smoking, drinking. I mean, it was just this horrible list of things that had nothing to do with who I was. But it impacted me to a point where I wore those labels because it was it was given to me as a result of what happened in my life. And, and we can do that so you know, not, I'm not even realizing what we do to people sometimes, and we can say things that kind of label them or put them in a place, you know. So we, it's, it's, we understand that um, the world might say things, but gone totally, well, you know, changes those labels into things that we could never imagine. So my, my, my scripture for this is Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ. 
His word speaks to us. His word describes who we are. His word labels who we, we are and what he has called us to be, not our circumstances, not the things that we go through or, or what the world would put on us in, in moments, you know, because there, there are things that we do in our lives that do impact what our responses are or what, we, what happens to us, but it doesn't define us. It doesn't. So, you know, trying to remember, okay, I'm not those things. I'm not alone. I, I have to remember the enemy's voice will come in louder than any other at times. And, and to be able to surround myself with people that could speak life into me in those moments and getting into his word, journaling, writing. I mean, it's a process. It's a journey along this whole way of grief and process that, I mean, I, I had to walk through. And it's not always easy. Thank God for church family and people that do speak into you. But so my, my next is in, in his healing, or he is healing me. Um, going through this journey of loss, um, you know, you feel shattered, broken. I mean, you know, there's many different things that impact how you feel from the loss of jobs, you know, and then my list of things that I was handed, you know, but God always, you know, like, you know, an, a, a surgeon that just intricately just comes in and wields the, the scalpel and starts to mend those areas in our lives. You know, he had done some amazing work in me through this process, you know, and people are like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I, I can honestly look at every one of you today and I can tell you I would not have changed it for the world. And it is the most amazing part of my story. I mean, her, her death was the thing that put me in a place to receive what God had for me. If I would not have went through I went th what I went through along my journey, it would not have, you know, made me, it's made me who I am. It's part of an amazing piece for me, and, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yes, I love her. Yes, I miss her. But it doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that I am an amazing person because of what she impacted my, in my life. So, um, and, and I'm kind of going off from my notes because I really wanted God to lead what I said to you, what was impact for, for this moment. Because the thing is, is that there are many different things that we face during grief and loss, you know, and every one of us are going to come up against things that we are not going to know how to deal with. We're not going to know, you know, how to get through it, how to heal, how to, how that impacts. So in Psalms um, 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up the wounds. He is the one, if we allow him into our story, into our journey, into every aspect of what we do, he begins to use what our, our, our obstacles, the things that we come up against, our loss, our grief, to impact who we are, are becoming. I mean, our scars define us. Um, my pain can serve someone's hope. What I have gone through is so impactful for the people that come into my life because if you ever have a time to sit down with me, I'm going to be the first one to tell you a piece of my journey. It might not always be about the piece about losing my daughter, but there's a lot to my story that God is using to define my help, my church family from where they are. You know, my loss is, is a part of, of my story, but it's a part of something that can impact you in a situation that you go through. Because there's so many pieces. There was no way I could write out all 
the points and pieces that this has done and impacted in my life and the journey that's happened along the way. I mean, I, I sat down and when Pastor Steve gave me the opportunity to do this, I it was really difficult for me to pick just a few points because this is something that is still weaving throughout my life story that still impacts every aspect of my life to my marriage, to my kids now, to my grandkids now, to my church family, to my friends, to people I come in contact with. It's a part of what God is doing, you know, which brings me to the, my last verse, which is, uh, again, the first one I started with was 2 Corinthians 1.4. He always comes alongside us to comfort us in, in us in suffering so that we can come alongside those who in any painful trial, we can bring them to the same comfort that God has provided upon us. That, that's the thing. My grief can be your hope. Because if I can share my experiences, my trials, my grief, my loss, it can bring you hope in a season that you didn't know how to find that hope. And I, if I can encourage any of you, you guys all have a story. Your situations and things that you have gone through are pieces that continue to impact people, people's lives. Somebody needs to hear what you have. Somebody needs to know. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.